Welcome to the Dubois Chamber of Commerce podcast, Let's Talk Business on Connect FM. I'm Dan Kennard, and it is time to say hello once again to Morgan of the Greater Dubois Chamber of Commerce. Hi, Morgan. Hey, Dan. Happy November. I hope everyone had a very safe and fun Halloween. But now that October is over, it's officially time to start thinking about Christmas and the holiday season. With the holidays approaching, I thought it was best to invite Andrew Spooner and Brianne Spooner, the captains of the Salvation Army, right here in Dubois. Brianne, Andrew, thank you both for joining Dan and I today. How about you both start by telling us a little bit more about the Salvation Army and then how you guys got involved with the organization itself. Well, the Salvation Army was started in London, England in 1865. And it was born out of a desire for people to be able to go to church without feeling any sort of judgment for being impoverished or for being down on their luck, because the most important thing was that people got to know about God. And so William Booth, he's the founder of the Salvation Army. He tried to bring people into church, and he found that exactly what the people said was true, Mm -hmm. that They didn't really like people that were poorer than them. They didn't like people that couldn't put money in the offering plate. And so the people came back and said, what are we supposed to do? Mm. And uh, he says, well, here's a tent. We'll have church out here. Mm -hmm. So he started it very, very tent and, and just no buildings, just wherever they could find a place to meet. And it grew into a bigger thing where William Booth said, that in order for people to understand more about God, they needed their bellies full, so we have soup. They needed to feel clean, uh, and a lot of them didn't have running water or the ability to clean themselves, so they needed soap. And then we could worry about their salvation and the salvation of the world. And so the Salvation Army is a church, which a lot of people don't know because they all think that we're a thrift store, (laughs) which is also true. But uh, just a little trivia about the thrift stores, is the Salvation Army also runs a completely free drug and alcohol rehabilitation program. I believe it's still the only one in the country that is free regardless of your insurance, being able to pay for it. And we are able to rehabilitate people from their drug and alcohol addiction through that program. So when you donate to the Salvation Army for the thrift stores, when you donate to the boxes that are behind our building on Jared Street, you're, you're making sure that that program can continue to stay free for the people that truly need it. So that's very helpful. And when you donate to us at the Salvation Army, you're donating to make sure that kids have Christmas, that families have food, that their water stays running, that their lights stay on, mm-hmm. that they can stay warm in the winter and cool in the summer, and that nobody has to be so down and out that there's not any ray of hope for them. Yeah, very, very true. And I love that whole background. You know, um, I've talked to you both a little bit now this morning. How how did you both get involved with Salvation Army? We have a little joke in the Salvation Army that you're either born in or sworn in. Because, uh, our- I'm guessing one of you are the born and one of you are the sworn. <laughs> yeah. So our, our members are called soldiers. And when you become a soldier, that's the quote unquote sworn in-ness. Mm-hmm. And then there's some of us that are born in, and I've calculated back. Uh, my mom and my dad are both Salvation Army officers, ordained pastors with the Salvation Army. My grandparents on both sides <laughs> are ordained pastors with the Salvation Army. Nice. And for three other generations behind that, there's been involvement with the Salvation Army on both sides of my family. So 
I have six generations. My girls have seven. And we're, or I'm a third generation Salvation Army officer, Salvation Army pastor. So that's, that's my involvement. Wow. <laughs> I've never known anything else, but it, it does make me very passionate about the history that I know that we have yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and about the future that I know is is coming up my my grandfather said that the reason that he is part of the Salvation Army is because his grandfather his great-grandfather one of those generations was actually part of that initial startup that that William Booth was Mm. was starting in in London so that's some cool history there very cool if you're a history buff (laughs) and then uh so I'm born in and here we have our sworn in. Sworn in, yes, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I had been sworn in. I did not grow up in the Salvation Army. I did grow up going to their thrift stores and every now and then dropping some coins in their buckets at Christmas time. Uh, but I grew up Christian Missionary Alliance in a Christian home, and I didn't get to know the Salvation Army till I met uh, Brienne, and uh, we started dating. And she right away, uh, first day that we met, she said, "Yeah, well, I'm going to be a pastor at the Salvation Army. That's that's my future." And I said, oh, "Okay, that's that's cool. I'm going to work construction because that's what I'm going to college <laughs> for." And she's like, "Yeah, that's not how it works. If you're married, you're both." in it you're both you're (laughs) both pastors Uh, so i was like okay well you do your thing i'll do my thing we can get married and do this Uh, so uh yeah it was shortly after we got married that um you know the lord called me and said you you should you know be a part of the salvation army um and i i really just fell in love with the mission of the salvation army uh i did start attending uh the lancaster salvation army in pennsylvania and um yeah, we got married there, and yeah, I just I loved the people, I loved the mission, I loved all the work that they did, and so I yeah got sworn in as a soldier, and then we uh, both went to the seminary school for the Salvation Army. Mm. Great, fantastic. Well, like Morgan mentioned earlier, the holidays are just right around the corner, and everyone and every family seem to have their own holiday traditions. But when I think about the Salvation Army. Your organization has that holiday tradition as well, the red kettle bell ringing. Andrew, could you tell us a little bit more about the kettle bell season? It's coming up here. And when does that start? When does it, uh, how long does it run? And where do the funds that are raised go? And um, are you accepting volunteers to ring the kettle bell throughout this season? Yeah, so our red kettle season starts uh, November 13th. So next Monday, and we'll go all the way through December 23rd. Uh, This year, our goal is up to $75,000. So last year and a couple years before that, it was $40,000. You're almost doubling then. So we are almost doubling our uh, goal um, because we are seeing almost double the need in our community. Wow. Um, Between people coming in for emergency food assistance to people coming in that have... uh, eviction notices or their electric shut off. Um, we're seeing a huge increase in that. And just the cost for us to uh, purchase food, even from uh, the food bank warehouse that we purchase most of it from, that price has gone up significantly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, based on uh, uh, looking at the projected cost and income, uh, we're we had to increase our goal to 75000 So we're hopeful we're going to make that. We know the community uh, is uh, supportive of the Salvation Army, mm-hmm. and we're sure that they will come through. Um, but yes, we are definitely taking volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call us. 
um, at our office, which the number is 814-371-5320. And uh, just ask to talk to Captain Andrew Spooner, me, uh, and I can get you scheduled. Um, really, we're looking for people that want to give two hours of their time up to a, a seven-hour shift. You can do multiple days a week. Um, it's really fun for the families. You know, kids get out of school. You ring for an hour or two. Um, in the afternoon with your kids and mm-hmm. teaches them some good stuff. Um, so we are taking uh, volunteers right now. The last couple of years, David Stern of Paris Uniform Services has been matching our kettle goal by $25,000. So that's been um, more than half, obviously, of the 40000 And this year he's agreed again to do that $25,000 match up to mm-hmm. $25,000. So the dates for that match are November 24th through December 23rd, when you put money in the in the bucket, it'll be matched by David Stern up to $25,000. And another day that we have, that's a really great day, if you want to drop some cash off in the kettle and make <laughs> it go a little further, is on December 16th. We have, uh, internally with the Salvation Army, we have different command heads. And so the, the person who's over our whole Eastern Territory, which is from Maine down to New Jersey, Puerto Rico, all the way across over to Ohio and a little bit of Kentucky, he is going to match our cash in our kettles up to $5,000. So Mm. it's really a great time to double your donation or even triple your donation if you can remember those dates, November 24th through December 23rd, and that special date that we have internally with the Salvation Army of December 16th. Nice. Never knew that. Yeah. Now, besides the uh, kettlebell season, Salvation Army also has a yearly tradition during the holiday season. It's called the Turkey Trot. Andrew, what details can you give us about that? Yeah, this year is our fifth annual Turkey Trot, and uh, it is going to be on Thanksgiving morning. So you can wake up bright and early and uh, run around Dubois <laughs> or walk. Like a turkey. And, uh, like a, like like a, a turkey. turkey. Yes. yes. Get ready to eat your <laughs> yeah, people, uh, they come dressed like turkeys. They got turkey hats. Uh, it's a very fun event. Uh, so definitely uh, we love people to support that. Again, um, all the funds from our turkey trot to our bell ringing, it all stays local. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anytime people give money in Dubois to the Salvation Army, it is staying right here in Dubois to help people uh, right here that are in need. Um, so yeah, the Turkey Trot uh, registration is $25. You can uh, either go to our Facebook page and register from there, or they can go to runsignup.com and search Dubois Turkey Trot, and all the information is on there to get uh, registered and get a shirt. Um, so yeah, get registered, and uh, we're looking for a fun time. Hopefully it won't be snowing. Yeah. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh Run off those calories before, <laughs> before you know, four course meals. Before you consume them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, the Salvation Army, along with your family and your volunteers, you guys do so much in the community to help people than I think just even our community realize. We touched on a lot of it here today, but I know we all believe and are aware of what the Salvation does with the Salvation Army's Red Kettlebell season and even the local turkey trot here in Dubois. But our Salvation Army holds worship services throughout the week. You guys have after-school programs. You have provided community meals. You have designated days this year where you've given out school supplies and had a 
fall and a Halloween kickoff too. So Brian, how can the community help the Salvation Army, especially during the holiday season? Yeah, we, we do a lot of events because we really love seeing the community come together and just experience one another, right? Because you don't really understand a person until you sit down and hear their story or walk around in their shoes. And so when we provide those community events like the fall event or the Halloween event, you have people of all social classes rubbing shoulders with one another and and they get to hear things that are important, like that just because a person is going through a struggle doesn't mean that it's because they're trying to use a system or they're trying to take advantage of things. And so I just want anybody who's listening to really understand that the, the people who are in need in our community are truly in need in our community. They're not trying to pull anything over anybody. Some of them, it's embarrassing enough that they have to walk yeah, through our doors. Yeah. And so what we try to do is uh, give them all the dignity that we can. You know, we do have to ask them some questions in order mm-hmm. to find out mm-hmm. the information. But we try to give them all of the dignity that we can. And through those donations, through helping us do that, uh, you're giving dignity to your neighbors as well, which is lovely. So wanted to make sure that I mentioned about that. The things that we have going on right now is we have been taking Christmas signups and we've noticed that we have a lot of families that have a lot of children. Mm. Uh, We think we have a lot of children because we have three, (laughs) but I have signed up a couple families that have eight. Mm. So there are some larger families out there that are in need and there are some very small families that are in need as well. So one of the things that you can do is when you see one of those Christmas tags, it's a white Christmas tag. It says Angel Tree on it. It has our shield on it. It will have a wish list for a child. It says the child's age, their favorite color, some clothing sizes, and about three or four options of things that they want for Christmas. Our our people who have signed up have, have been very humble and asked for very not very costly things yeah right uh the again the boys not, want, they're not taking advantage they're no, not asking for no. playstations the, and tvs no, and everything no the boys want lego sets the girls want barbie dolls very simple things mm-hmm. to to satisfy and so when you see one of those tags we're not expecting for a person to buy every single thing on that tag if you're blessed and you're able to great if not that's also fine but the, the tags I know that are out in the community are especially at Walmart, and sometimes people come to our building so that they can look through and try to pick a tag themselves, which that is available as well. And then we do have some local businesses that are taking the tags and having their employees go out and buy things for people, so that's lovely too. But that's a great way to help. Another way is we do have some families that are in more need than some other families. They've had some other hardships, lost jobs, relocation of homes, unexpectedly. And so we do have a program as well called Adopt a Family, which you can do along with your family. I've had some people call and for their their gifts to their whole family, right? Because they have enough stuff is they call and they adopt another family to give Christmas to. So you can call me at that same number, 814-371-5320 and ask about adopting a family. I have all sizes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um we usually just ask that people who choose to do that get a couple gifts for the kids, something nice for mom, something nice for dad, and usually a household item that they need. And most of the time that's they want new bedding or they want a vacuum. I mean, these are simple, simple things. So if that's something tugging at your heart, that's a great way to help as well. And our, our biggest need 
for volunteers, for giving of, of people's time and en- energy. And if you want to be a part of something larger than yourself is to really call up my husband, call Andrew and sign up for one of those kettle slots because our kettle effort is 100% volunteer based. You're not taking a job away from somebody. So we need all the volunteers that we can get because without the volunteers, we can't raise the $75,000 that we need to. Let's talk about one more way that the Salvation Army goes above and beyond to really help out the community, and that's uh, the collection of canned goods and non-perishable food items for those that need it the most in our community. Could you tell us about uh, the donations that you may need more of this time of year? And uh, for those needing donations, how do they access them from the Salvation Army? Well, we do have an emergency food pantry that runs Monday through Thursday, 9 to noon and 1 to 4. And what you need to qualify for that is a ID or piece of mail that proves that you live in Dubois, False Creek, Penfield, Luthersburg, Rockton, or Troutville. That's what we would call our service area. So we help people from those six zip codes. And you just need to bring in your ID or a piece of mail that has proof that you live in one of those areas. You can come in to get food once every 30 days. And if you're willing to donate food to the Salvation Army, just a little statistic, we got here about five years ago and we were doing less than 100 families a month for food help. This last month, we did 172 families. Wow. So that's an increase of more than 72 because I'm not 100% sure of what that under a hundred number was, but it's so important that with the cost of food rising, if you have something a little extra that you can, you can donate, that's always fantastic, especially things that have protein in them because it's sometimes it's easier to get canned vegetables than it is to get things like peanut butter or tuna or canned chicken. Hey, if you're heading to Sam's Club, you can pick up a a pack of something there too, right? Yeah. Everybody's doing their holiday shopping for the next two weeks. Yeah. So grab something extra. Yeah. A thing to think about there. And another thing that people don't often think about is, is that we do have a homeless population or people that are passing from house to house trying to get back on their feet. And so something as simple as a can opener is something people don't think about the fact that a lot of people don't have. And so we also will take a donation of a can opener because there are times when people come in and uh, our our employee will ask, do you have a way to cook this? And Mm. she'll give them the food. And sometimes they say, I have a way to cook this, but I don't have a way to open it. So we've, we've passed out some can openers before too, but those are, that's another simple thing. They have them at the dollar store. Yeah. Well, If it wasn't apparent before, I hope to our listeners it is very apparent now and they're able to hear and understand how much even our local Salvation Army does for our own community here. Andrew and Brian, thank you both for joining us. This has been so eye-opening for me. Of course, like I knew of the thrift store, I knew of the kettlebell, but just hearing more about that, it just, it tugs at my own heart too. And just knowing this community, how we can give back. So why don't we wrap up? Why don't you guys give us your contact info again? That way, if people have any more questions or need more information, they can contact you both. Yeah, the best way to contact us is calling the Salvation Army's office. The phone number is 814-371-5320. And again, we are open uh, Monday through Thursday, 9 to 4. Uh, that's the best way. You can also uh, find us on Facebook. Uh, just search the Dubois 
uh, Salvation Army Worship Center, and we're there. Uh, like it, follow it, and then you'll know what's happening when we're having our event. And uh, yes, please uh, contact us to ring the bells and donate. We definitely need the help. Thank you, Andrew and Brianne, and of course, thank you, Morgan. And thank you for tuning in to the Dubois Chamber podcast, Let's Talk Business on Connect FM.